0: Bob, I want to be with you. I want you so bad. Bob, I want you now. Bob, I want to be with you now. I need you now. My parents are next to me and they know how much I want you now. <laughs> Bob, now. Music. Just a dramatic reenactment. Oh, wow. <laughs> the New World Pictures Podcast, where we talk about every movie released by New World Pictures, and this episode's really definitely letting you know we're going to talk about every movie released by New World Pictures. <laughs> I'm Ryan. With me, as always, is Mark. Oh, God damn it, this fucking movie. And Erica. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and they are both so excited oh, to talk something. about- <laughs> Come on. A little gem that came from 1989, How and we're dare talking you? about... How dare you? We're talking about curfew. Tonight, time.
1: My God, Charlie, please.
0: You leave my wife alone.
1: Order!
2: Order in the court!
0: They're turning their perfect world... into an all-too-real nightmare. Get out of my house! I'd like to see Beyond law.
1: Who are they?
2: Oh. Beyond decency. John! What, what?
0: Beyond mercy. It's
1: time, Walter.
2: Time to carry out your sentence.
0: That's the limit.
1: My god,
0: pull the string tighter. I can't yeah. hear you.
1: Uh, also, why is that trailer so long? Because
0: <laughs> they've got to just build, they build, uh, they build some tension.
1: Also, spoiler alert, they end up in the house.
0: God, <laughs> well, of course, they're gonna tell you. I mean, what else what are they gonna say? Like, they may or may not get in the house. I mean, yeah, <laughs> leave oh, a little mystery. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right, 1989's curfew. Brought to you by Nate Perfume. (laughs) (laughs) Because when escaped convicts break into your house, you don't (laughs) want the nervous sweats to own the day. (laughs) Jeannette. Breathtaking, invigorating. Jeannette is like that every day. (laughs) I was going to say another sponsor was Jack Daniels. Since since 1897, people have enjoyed Jack Daniels for celebrating life's special moments. Jack Daniels number seven, bourbon whiskey, is the perfect compliment to any special occasion, whether it's brothers sharing late night stories after breaking out of jail or holding off the advances of a high school football star. Mm. Jack Daniels number seven. (laughs) Oh my God. Mm. Um, oh, yes. This uh, movie is directed by Gary Winnick in his debut. It's his first movie. Mm. Of course, he went to go on to direct Charlotte's Web, huh. 13 Going on 30, uh, and Letters to Juliet
3: Wow!
0: Uh, up mm. until he passed away in 2011. Oh. Oh. oh, He also produced several movies, and he was also an early adopter of low-budget filmmaking. He started a production company called IndigEnt, like Independent Digital Entertainment, which took inspiration from the Danish production company Dogma and they produced Winnick's 2002 comedy drama Tadpole as well as Richard Linklater's 2001 drama Tape and Michael Lehman of Heather's Fame director Michael Lehman his 2007 comedy Flakes and many others like maybe you'll remember this Erica maybe you won't 2003's Pieces of April Pieces of April no. wait
1: you need me to remember something from 2003 <laughs> let's be thankful I'll remember the movie I watched this weekend curfew pieces of April
0: yeah yeah I mean, now you're gonna look it up and you're gonna you may remember it yeah. okay it's not it's not just the first film for Winnick though it's also the first film for his screenwriter Kevin Kennedy no surprise yeah. no surprise there a lot of the people he that work on this film are people that that Winnick met in uh, very in college, and he had just come out While of. While riding the bus? <laughs> just <laughs> various people he met in life. Like, I see you jotting down on a piece of paper there. Have you ever written a screenplay? <laughs> yeah. Kevin Kennedy would actually go on to write 2004's The Assassination of Richard Nixon with uh, Sean Penn and create the TV show The Defenders with Jim Never Belushi. Seen Never both, seen uh, it, it it's no longer on the air, but both of which he co-wrote and created with Nels Muller, who went to school with Winnick and also plays Pete in this movie, <laughs> the the uh then yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. fellow oh, yeah. high school oh yeah, football the one player. with a really cool uh, uh he's got that really cool hairdo that real yeah. uh, very wow. cool hairdo real cool that hairdo. all the football players had. <laughs> Super hot Richard Simmons type hairdo. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, of course, this movie stars Kyle Richards, who is now most most likely or most widely known for her appearances in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But genre fans will know her from Halloween, where she starred as Lindsay Wallace in the original film. Lindsay. <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> She also reprised her role as Lindsay Wallace in Halloween Kills. Lindsay! <laughs> and she was also in the car and she was in Toby Hooper.
2: Lindsay!
0: <laughs> she was in Toby Hooper's eaten alive, which we will get to talk about eventually uh-huh. on this podcast. I may never tire of that sound clip.
1: <laughs>
0: <Lindsay>! <laughs> it's Paul! He's calling. Come on, Lindsay. Anyway, um, this also stars John Putch, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who is now primarily a TV director. He's worked on uh, American Housewife and Cougar Town. But he started as an actor. Um, appearing in an early role, he actually played in an early role at All in the Family because his mom, Gene Stapleton, was on the show. <laughs> 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 uh, but he would also be in Jaws 3D and The Sure Thing. And he kept that youthful young actor energy to play the role of Bob. Wait, what? Because <laughs> he played him like an 11 year old, right? Yeah, no yes. yeah. Um, believable. Wendell yeah. Wellman plays older brother Richard uh, Ray Ray, excuse me. Oh God. Wellman had worked <laughs> primarily as a screenwriter, and he wrote the Clint Eastwood movie Firefox. Yeah. Which led, led him that's to badass. Yeah. Did he which, when he wrote it, did he keep his lips like this the whole time? Like <laughs> Clint, this is how fucking badass this movie is. Yeah. I mean he might you have, might that's might kind have. Of his thing. That's, <laughs> that's, his, that's thing. Kind of his thing. Pursed lips is his thing. Yeah. Pursed lips, yeah. That he's got that locked. <laughs>
1: That's Me, now
0: I want to rewatch <laughs> Sudden Impact because he was then cast from Firefox. He was put into Sudden Impact and he played one of the bad guys in that. Oh. Um, and now Wellman is interviewed on the new Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray and he talks about acting being his passion, but writing being what he ended up doing, getting more work in. And he admits he wanted this role to be a big, big breakthrough for him. And you can kind of tell in his performance, he's at least tr- he's trying, he's man. Going for he it. is going for it. He is like, this is going to be something. This tiny 15-day uh, shoot film is going to be the thing that, that, that breaks him out. He was also in a theater company here in, in Los Angeles in which John Putsch had joined and Kyle Richards also joined at some point in time. So, oh. um, and, and anyway, this movie did at least lead Wendell Wellman to being cast in the 1993 Civil War drama *Summersby*, but that's basically his last credit as an actor, as, at least according to IMDb. Um, where you can watch this, you can watch this, as I said, on the new Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray that was just released at around the same time as Dead Heat, but you can also see it on YouTube, and you can also see it, if you really want to hunt it down, you can see it on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah, you worry, can. I watched it both on VHS <laughs> and the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray. So uh, VHS was better, I bet. I I'm holding it. up the... I hold my curfew because I had it on VHS. Mark, did you also have this on VHS at one point? I did a long time ago, and I okay. sold it. But uh, yes, I did have it on VHS. Oh, <laughs> dude, what, a, what a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> if I sold it, I meant I give. I put it in a box in the back alley of my house, and it disappeared all by itself. So,
1: sold it. <laughs> you you know, sold
0: it to the world. <laughs> to the world. It was a charity event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh by watching on VHS though, I can tell you the trailers that came before it. Oh, which okay. Which were Warlock.
3: Oh.
0: And oh yeah, good one. The Punisher. So a couple movies from the end of New World's history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both of which I believe were put out, uh particularly Warlock, were put out by other distributors. The Punisher was released internationally and then dumped onto VHS years later. But they're both around the time of 1989 they were putting that out. But without further ado, let's talk about what this movie is about. Mark, let's start with you. What is Curfew about? I look, I really struggled with this one because the movie isn't about really anything. Um <laughs> I, 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 I'm not I'm not making a joke. I'm not trying to be funny here. It isn't about shit. Mm-hmm. I, I mean I, I struck. I was like, okay, what's my takeaway? Here's my takeaway. Hmm. When shopping for a home, there are many factors to consider. Sure. Number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, of course, square footage, all of that. Sure. Size of a yard, you know, pro- walkability, what's around you, uh, the school district. But what people forget and what people should really pay attention to is proximity to neighbors close enough to hear the endless barrage of gunfire and screaming coming from your mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. That's when true. two escaped yep. convicts. That, right. you, that you put right. in jail come to torture you and your family. Mm-hmm. Because in this movie, it demonstrates that when you have a house that's made of five-foot-thick concrete walls <laughs> and separated by <laughs> anyone else, yeah. no one can hear you scream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. no one will come to your, to your rescue. We will get to this very shortly, but I had a lot of questions about where the heck this story takes place. Because it is in California. And where exactly that might be I don't know but let's go to Erica what's this movie about
1: it's not about curfews I'll tell you that right now (laughs) they
0: mention curfew a lot 10 o'clock is her curfew is mentioned constantly and when
1: is it ever enforced when does it matter when does it save her never answer to all three ABC never
0: that's true what do they say what do they mean by curfew is another thing we need to talk about well for me look this movie is about brothers (laughs) I mean this oh movie's God. like you and me, Mark. <laughs> no. This is like you and me just growing up, being brothers. Wait, just what? just hanging out, driving around and having a time bonding. That's what this bonding. movie's about. Wow. <laughs> just drinking Jack Daniels and, and yep. going on and, and, a, and splashing a... <laughs> Jean de <Dete> Tay on ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And just breathtaking and Tay is like that every day. And just killing. And just killing it. life. Killing it. Killing it. Killing well, i I'm curious, But which, also
1: Which brother are you, Ryan? Are you Ray or are oh. you Bob? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, no, I'm, I'm Bob. I'm Bob for sure. Not just because I'm the younger brother, because, but I'm also the dumber brother. So <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely the case i've said this too many times to mark but i i'm the fredo of our family for sure so that's not that's not up for debate um but also not only about, had i
1: seen that movie that bit would make a lot more sense to me so i don't
0: you know, know what i have is, not is been being I, married
1: to fredo a plus or a negative it is, I
0: don't it's know. not great it's not great <laughs> one of these days i'm gonna get erica to watch the godfather movies but it's it being re released in the theaters Now's mm. your chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a longy,
1: though, isn't it? it's a longy. And it's a longy. Already, there's a wall.
0: Already, there's a wall. <laughs> it's a longy and <laughs> yep. a talky.
1: Aye. Like these movies
0: are great. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Seems I like a know. lot of chit chat. Uh. But listen, this isn't just a story about brothers. This is an important story about one of the biggest and most prevalent crimes facing our society today. No joke. Not letting a guy eat his birthday cake in peace, (laughs) and we can see what happens after that moment. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean that that then everything goes to hell. That was the pivotal moment. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. It was. But other than that, it's a story about brothers. Yeah, just brothers being brothers. Uh, Let's go Go ahead, please. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Let's move on. We're moving on. Let's move on. Jesus. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's move on. Let's just with move affair. on.
0: God. We <laughs> just, things we loved please. and things we hated. Let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just move on yeah. with this one. Next. <laughs> Next bit. Oh, boy. Strap in, everybody. Letterbox synopsis. Let's see what Letterboxd I'm let practically
1: tied to the chair. Wink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what Letterbox thought this movie was about. We're on Letterboxd. Give us a follow there if you can. Two escaped brothers. Two escaped brothers. That's interesting. <laughs> they, they escaped they're each other. They're just brothers? <laughs> they escaped from what? The womb? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Two escaped Ryan, brothers. we're escaped brothers. Yeah, well, I guess we are. We <laughs> are. Yes, we are escaped brothers. Track down the people who sentenced them to death row. Okay. Uh, so maybe throwing in the okay. fact that they're convicts might be might be a critical okay, thing Okay, sure, top. sure. Including a doctor and a judge. Where was the doctor? <laughs> oh,
1: maybe the... The psychiatrist? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> just, listeners,
1: I just pointed to my head, <laughs> and Ryan knew I met... <laughs> mind doctor psychiatrist
0: you mean point 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 to forehead the old <laughs> yep
1: the mental noggin doctor. doctor the noggin uh, doctor okay the psychiatrist
0: but when they get to the da and his family they have an especially lengthy revenge plot and mine for them. It agreed. It is That lengthy. made me fall out. You are not wrong. Yeah. It's especially lengthy for like a movie that goes 82 minutes. Yes. It does feel lengthy. That is accurate, Letterbox. That is super accurate. For
1: once, I agree.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. They do have a lengthy and ultimately I'm not sure what their end game is. No, that's the thing. Yeah. There's yeah. no end game to this yeah. because no. they escaped yeah. jail Yeah. to mm-hmm kill all the people that put them in jail mm-hmm. which is ultimately going to land them back in jail for longer sure what sure. is the friggin' point and, revenge but,
1: is a dish best served at length
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the saying that's uh, that's, that's the saying that's people say <laughs> that's what people say uh, they're that's starting what to we say they're right? just starting to say it but listen let's start at the beginning where we see this incredible prison escape sequence Oh no! Wait, no. we didn't. There's no. none. It yeah. doesn't happen. No. It never happens. Uh-uh. No, but just... we do see an incredible escape sequence of Stephanie leaving the house uh-huh. with an inappropriate yeah. outfit on, mm-hmm. yeah. which everyone in the town is very uncomfortable uncomfortable with. But mostly Stephanie, who can't seem to walk mm-hmm. straight in that outfit <laughs> at all. No. Yeah she does yeah, not she like is, she cannot she walk is, in those shoes that skirt is fighting her with every step she's having a real tough time with that yeah and i mean and, it's a denim belted skirt put one on yeah no the seriously. give
1: is zero percent mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i say that i'm nodding as if i know and i don't Yes. <laughs> fully fully but agreeing. i am like yeah you go yeah girl but I don't know. I don't know. I but what's no good is that she wears experience. that outfit for the rest of the fucking movie. Oh yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. One so, costume. One day. One costume. One day. One costume. Red pumps. Acid washed skirt. You're that's by the all we can afford. When she passes by the judge's house, he, you know, he does just that, and he judges the shit out of that. Out of that outfit. Oh yeah. Stephanie.
2: Hello, Judge, Mrs. Collins. How are you? Stephanie,
0: hello. Can I offer you a glass of lemonade? No, thank you. Well, in that case, uh, can I offer you a pair of pants? And so it made me think, is that a scandalous outfit for the 80s? Uh, Definitely not. Also in that scene, when they cut to her legs, she's wearing nude nylons, which then disappear. Which oh, I have to I think was, they, there was a tear in the nylons. And she said, I need new nylons. They're like, not on this budget, baby. Yeah. You're just going like, you to have to this one out. Yeah. <laughs> Those days are over. By the way, while we're seeing her uh, prep for this date that she has to walk to, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we also are at least, date. we're at least then seeing the brothers travel around and just uh, bring their own brand of justice particularly these two guys putting up a fence. Wait a minute. Sorry. Nope. That's all off screen. So we never really see it. We don't see mm-hmm. that at all. We only see the. Outcome. Also, I apologize. They're doing the shittiest job putting up the fence, mm-hmm. which I, that was, that was actually the only part of the movie where I was like, you know, I can't blame them for killing them. Cause mm. that fence was garbage.
1: That's some shitty fence work. Yeah. yeah. Time to which, die. Yeah. Right. Like, I got it. I got it. Fence expert. I got
0: it. <laughs> Yeah, the Better Fence Bureau showed up and said, This is unacceptable. So you have to die. They're <laughs> like, Look, this is clearly not the trade for you. I'm doing you a favor. You don't know what yes. to do with yourself. You right. have no goals. Right. right. Here's so- the thing,
1: though. I have to imagine. Oh, God, help me. I'm going to defend curfew for a moment. <laughs> but I have to imagine that on paper, reading that, it made it seem like they were each their own kind of prisoner. Like, oh, this big prison break and this girl breaking out of the, you know, the strict household that she lives in. But on film does not work. Like having that if it was meant to be a juxtaposition doesn't work does not work
0: for one you're presuming that there was a prison break in the original script that they just didn't film or excluded
1: there has to be because it shows them behind bars and they're both out
0: linked together yeah but that doesn't but but there's no we don't know if there was any other scene at all that they had at the prison where you can get nudie mags like yeah anytime you need them and, and they had a giant cell. Like, their yeah, cell was spacious massive. Spacious accommodations. Mm-hmm. Now, look, there's a toilet there that's a little like, okay, you're definitely on display when Yeah, but when after the first dump. or second deuce, you're going to get used to it. You're, you're like, like, okay, hey, we got this. But they're you know, brothers. Whatever. Don't brothers just open door
1: pee-pee and poo-poo all the time? Or is that I mean,
0: it's a thing I that scenario, imagine that brothers certainly do? Certainly in
1: that scenario, for <laughs> sure.
2: I mean, why not?
0: There seemed to be—we didn't get to see it—but we seemed to have like an extended other part of that jail cell, which I can only imagine is filled with tons of other things that they could do, like maybe a basketball hoop or just you know, like a, other an fun elliptical things. that they could just <laughs> just continue to stay in shape, stay in shape. Yeah. I mean, they are in good shape, so I have to I have to say those walks around the yard were were working. It was working they, for them. They, yeah, they yeah, their legs were really intense. <clears throat> <laughs> And just intense leg muscles. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Though when we get to uh, Stephanie, that is uh, Kyle. That's Kyle's character, Kyle Richards. Her character is named Stephanie. Just so we know, <laughs> she gets. Uh, she gets down to the main one of our main locations, the Pink Motel and Cafe, Jesus, otherwise known as the police station. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> That's right. But this is off Rural r- Route One, excuse me, Rural Route One, otherwise known as San Fernando Road in Sun Valley. hmm.
3: Mm, yeah. Because it is.
0: I think the town is supposed to be called Clintonville, but to me now it's Sun Valley because okay. the Pink Cafe is now called Cadillac Jacks, but it is there and it's there mostly. It's still there surviving now and it's mostly there for f- photo shoots and film shoots. They okay. use it as locations, particularly stuff that's set in the 50s as the diner. But it was also famously that their pool in the backyard was used for the search for animal chin video put on by Palo no. Peralta's oh, Bone wow. Bones Brigade. Awesome. Uh, so that they, they they go at nighttime and they all skate in that pool. Hmm. That's in the back of that uh, the pink motel there in Sun huh. Valley. Well, in this movie, it is a diner slash the uh, police station where Officer Pete Bra- Peter Brady is just holding up and that's right. uh, waiting mm-hmm. to get called, chomping on a cigar and mm-hmm. chomping on a glass of uh, coffee, just hanging out. This is he likes hang. he likes a glass of coffee. Most people yep. have it in a mug. Yep. He likes it in nope. a glass. Actually, he, he likes it all over the countertop. <laughs> He also never lights a cigar, which is a real annoyance. Never once. But, never once. Well, well, I like that there's a no smoking policy inside the pink cafe. Right. Um, right. She goes there to meet her date. By the way, is played by Peter Nelson, who was on V. I had no uh, idea. Huh. Yeah, uh, and he's a, the shittiest person. One of the shittiest people in a movie filled with so shitty people. So angry he at being turned down by her. Yeah. Like, I've never Awful. known anyone in my entire life who was so pissed off about he's being so turned mad. down. Yeah, it's, yeah, he is a shitbag. And uh, we also get to see that Mike Damone has grown up and he's gone from selling tickets <laughs> to a concert to running a cafe. <laughs> which yeah. is so <clears throat> much work that he's only able to basically cameo in this film because he's so busy at the Pink Cafe. <laughs> so he much can work barely to barely sneak yeah. into this movie. Of course, I'm talking about actor Robert Romanus, who's billed as Bob Romanus in this movie. He's fresh from 1988's Dangerous Curves and Pulse. That's what he was mm. doing prior to <laughs> this movie. And apparently worked for a day on this one. <laughs> because I, I, I think you're being very generous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He was like one day and done. That's what I'll do, guys. Mm-hmm. But, of course, the main, the bigger character that we meet at this date is Christopher Knight, of course. Peter Brady. Um who is playing? From what I can guess from his outfit, a security guard. <laughs> yeah, and he, he also looks like he got that. Uh, it's a ill fitting, over oversized police officer outfit that he had to wear for the stage theater, the community theater that he right. was doing that right. weekend. And he's like, I'll just bring this with me. And in the meantime, he grows like a uh, like a porno mustache. Mm-hmm. Then that's supposed to give mm-hmm. him a, like an air of authority in this situation. He, meanwhile. He's just hanging out at the Pink Cafe for three quarters of the movie. But that's his beat, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he got assigned. That's his beat. They're like Peter Brady. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta guard that cafe. Guard it with your life. Guard good. There are ruffians at that cafe. <laughs> <laughs> and when there are ruffians in that cafe. He does exactly what every cop should do, which is clean up the mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's also he's, picking up some extra yeah. income. Right. Helping he's out a just little do, bit. Yeah. yeah. He's doing at the some cafe. busing while we have the cafe. Keeping the
1: cafe tidy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. let me scoop up some of this <laughs> stray salad that has been yeah, thrown about course. on this table. Did you see they left like almost a full burger when they had that fight? Like when oh. I was in high school, I would have oh, never yeah. left that no. kind of food sitting on the table. Yeah. I'd been like, I that's my money to on their that detriment, table. too, because all they do want, want to do for the rest of the movie is find food again. <laughs> right? It's like, you idiots, you got yeah. you best around Star. right before you actually ate your meal, you dum dums. Yeah, that is uh, lacks a little reality because. High school kids are never going to leave food on the table. Yeah. Also, high school kids typically aren't in their 30s, but, Well, mm, whatever. I mean, maybe. Hollywood
1: feels differently.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of, how old do you think Kyle Richards is in this
1: movie?
0: In this movie? No. How old do you think Kyle Richards' character is in this movie? Oh, she's supposed to be like 17, right? 15. 15. 16. She's supposed to be 16. Okay, all right. All right. She's that's a, fair. She is a high school freshman. Because she's not okay. driving. So, no, she's just walking. But a freshman would be 14, 15, not 16. 16 would be sophomore. Well, when you get held back a grade. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Look, the backstory... she, had a, she had a December birthday, and so yes, they held her back. And, Stephanie's yeah. backstory is rich, <laughs> guys. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not tapestry. in this movie. But no, it's, it is no, no. It's It's not. They wrote it into all the in the script. If you get a copy of the script, the margins are rich with backstory yeah. of <laughs> her whole life. The, the the script. If you get rich. the script, it's about two hundred and fifty pages. What? Wow. But the dialogue would only be about like seventy pages. But what? like, I mean, there's so much rich detail that we just left on the floor. So, uh, Christopher Knight, let's just, I was curious, what was he doing at that time? Of course, what was he doing? Brady Bunch movies. Yeah. <laughs> TV yeah. movies. And then, and then from this, I have to, I was like, "Is did he do this movie thinking, who knows, maybe this will open up other roles for me. Uh, after this, he immediately goes into a TV series called The Bradys, yeah. which is about the Brady Bunch kids all grown up and being adults and it lasted a season. But that's what he did right after this. Nothing but Brady Bunch stuff. But hey, man, you had the Brady Bunch, you know? Yeah. But let's get back to this date, which is the shittiest date. For one, Mm -hmm. it takes place partially in the day. So that always seems Well, That's because of the curfew. She's got to be back by 10. 10. So you got to start early. Yeah. So she gets there at what, five?
1: Also, can we go back even farther before the date? To the babysitter slash house sitter that's oh, put in yeah, place? Mrs.
0: Cox, sure.
1: Prior to the date even taking place? Yeah.
0: Oh, the parents are getting ready for a three-day trip that they they never take. I don't want to <gasps> no. spoil anything, but they don't take that trip. God,
1: that should have been in the trailer. A trip that never took place. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Mrs. Cox.
1: <laughs> and Mrs. Cox 10 p.m.? <laughs>
0: <laughs> a hotel reservation that was never picked oh, up. Oh God! They fully go <laughs> charged for that, oh, and a sure. deposit they never yeah. got they never back. Got <laughs> there, that. It right. there it is. There it is. Oh boy! Yes, it's uh. We wanted to go back to Mrs. Cox. What did you want to say about Mrs. Cox?
1: Just that you know. So she's sixteen, but Miss Cox. Uh, I, okay, so I guess I'm going back because I realized just now in talking about it that she was there because they were supposed to go away. Yeah. Initially, I was like, she needs a babysitter and she's like a high school student? Well, they're going away for three days. They were going away. I get it. All right. And they're setting up up a special
0: room for her, but. She's going to be staying there at the house. And they're telling her, don't worry about curfew. I mean, at least the mom. Yeah. Mrs. Davenport is saying, don't you worry too much about enforcing that curfew. Yeah. That dad is so insistent about. And then she's like, okay, I'm I probably won't come back.
1: Because Mrs. Davenport's a party girl. You can tell yeah. from that blouse oh, yeah, and yeah, skirt, yeah. matching no, blouse and yeah. skirt combo oh, yeah. and her Jean Nate.
2: Breathtaking in Jean is like that every day.
0: She's ready to Ooh, party. Oh, her Jeanate. She is all over it. Yeah. Yeah. She's down to pound. Whoa! <laughs> oh no. <Wow. laughs> oh no. Um, so shit date starts at five. Yeah. She gets to the, to the diner, goes to the bathroom to do her makeup. When she comes out, her date and Pete are suddenly drunk, I guess. And they get kicked out of the cafe and then they decide without us really knowing at first that they're going to play a little prank on Peter Brady, the police officer. Deputy Brady, deputy Brady. Sorry. Yes. Deputy (laughs) officer Brady, if you will. (laughs) Right. Lieutenant Brady. Oh,
3: and man, they decide got, got to have.
0: <laughs> they decide to pretend that there was some sort of motorcycle accident. Yeah, and they're trying to fool him. But I'm curious. Just listen to these sounds. Is this the sound of somebody that you think has is been injured in an accident?
3: <laughs> It'll be okay.
2: Alright,
1: don't move him. I'm gonna radio for help, alright?
0: I've been hurt. I've been injured. I'm, like, oh, I'm so hurt for this. Oh, I fell off a motorcycle. But maybe for a minute what? he thought he thought what? the deputy Brady was a toddler. Right. And he was just right. playing with the. Just toddler. distract him. Just distract him. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, those your lips are moving at a, at a high velocity. I'm as, so intrigued. As but soon as g- they did the lip buzz, I was like, oh. this can't be a real <laughs> also, <laughs> What is happening? This is the first clue that when you find out that uh, Officer Brady is not a good cop. No. Well, what you knew already is that he's just hanging out in a cafe with a yeah. cigar in his mouth. Mm-hmm. A diner, but, but yes. yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he yes. doesn't. He doesn't recognize how to like. Maybe you should f- go and physically check. like right, right. I, Is this person okay? Also, in at, like at no point in the real world does ketchup look like blood. No, nope. and also uh-uh. ketchup smells like fucking ketchup. I was you just can smell say, it from can't a you mile smell away, it? and you'd be like. Uh, I know what you're doing. Also, you're raspberrying me into your pain, which is oh, I'm so hurt. <laughs> oh, the pain! <laughs>
1: I am going to on purpose try the next time I hurt myself on accident or stub my toe or whatever. I'm gonna go. That stings. I feel like it'll it'll immediately. I had a hammer and a nail. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: It's when he does the first. <laughs> she goes, Do something, please. Because it's like serious yeah. now. It is serious yeah. now. He is. He is in. Raspberry. He is in trouble. Oh my God. Do something, please. It's He's raspberry. He's raspberry. <laughs> get, a, get an ambulance. Do you think that they thought that this was a comedic relief moment for no, the movie? I don't think. I, I Well, I think they thought it was. Going to be a funny moment when they have the payoff. Yeah. When he comes back and it says sucker written in ketchup. No, but that's just lame. That's so stupid. You asked me what I thought their intentions were, Mark. (laughs) You did not ask right. for me to comment on the situation. Okay. No, I, I blame you for this movie. <laughs> yes. This was your fault. Mm-hmm. You did your research and you should have known. Yeah. You should have I known back, better. I went back in time and I made this film. Yes. Yeah. Right. Just like how at the very end of the movie, Stephanie goes back in time to Little House on the Prairie and puts on her old nightgown yep. and goes to sleep. That's what, right. That's what right. 15-year-old girl is wearing that nightgown? I <laughs> don't the only thing that really does justify that is the fact that her overalls that she wears over her denim skirt are the biggest overalls I've ever seen.
1: But yeah, they're, they're big on purpose
0: to go over like, the skirt. Yeah. But yeah. they're like painter's overalls. Those are things that are like, they're massive. I don't know. They're I, th- I, Those were kind of fashionable, though. I mean, I remember those. And then she just stuffs them into a mailbox. Like, I mean, I was good like, luck that's, on that. That's going to wrinkle. Plus, dad was expecting a very important package that they couldn't fit into the mailbox. I mean, there's a lot that goes wrong there. <laughs> there's but. a lot so much to wrong. go wrong. Um, meanwhile, back with our brothers, we get a beheading, but it's behind glass. Uh, like all good beheadings are. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And But I think it might be the bloodiest effect in the whole movie.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It might be. Yeah.
0: Now- Kevin McCarthy, who worked on Hellraiser 3, Demonic Toys, bunch of stuff, did special effects on this movie. Hmm. Meki Hewson also did key makeup effects and had worked previously on Nightmare 4 and Friday 7. And we go on to work on Piranha 3 Double D, a bunch of other stuff. I what do they do on this? <laughs> uh uh, Not much. There, um, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of back glass that they have to deal with. Right? You know? Yeah. yeah squirt, squirt, squirt some blood on some glass. Yeah. When when Dad decides to roll around on the broken glass. Oh on yeah, the floor. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they did have to deal with the back the back glass. Yes. Yeah.
1: And there are a couple squibs that go off.
0: Spoiler alert! When yeah, Peter towards Brady the end, yeah, when Peter gets Brady shot. gets in, gets in, get in, gets into the mix. But yeah, outside but of that, there's not a lot. A lot, not a lot
1: of the violence and gore happens soft camera. So yeah. you come you back know, you might and you see, see a bodies. little splash of blood on someone's face yeah. or up on the wall, but that's it. You don't. Which was one of my beefs, but we'll get there. Yeah. One of my
0: beefs? They start going through this kill. <laughs> they kill the psychiatrist. They get to the judge. I didn't feel as bad about the judge and his wife because they call each other mother and father and ew. Ew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ooh, ew, I missed that. Ew. Yeah.
2: Ew. Charlie, who are these people? Mother, please. Mother.
0: Mother. Ew. I was like, no, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. I Maybe that's like another generation thing, but gross. That's gross. He should have been like... Don't worry, Lady Judge. She could have been
1: like, <laughs> not worried, Judge.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's talk about the parents' plan for this weekend. Mm. Because I am very thrown by this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not only were you thrown earlier about yeah. Mrs. Cox being the sitter. She's there for three days. But when when is their, their plan to leave for the weekend? They're not leaving till late at night? Yeah, it was a red-eye. They had to catch a red-eye because they were looking for value prices when they bought their tickets. And that (laughs) was the best way to do it.
1: That's okay. okay. So,
0: you know. Yeah, at that point, they're like, that's what our travel agent recommended was the the cheapest choice. Exactly, exactly. Because they're not going till like, Stephanie comes home at 10. Well, I have a flight next Friday at 12.55 a.m., so I understand what the parents were going through. But that's not for a, that's for work, Mark. That's not for like a three-day vacation. No, I consider that (laughs) vacation. That's just, that's vacation (laughs) with a paycheck, is what I call it. Um, (laughs) Vacation. Right. So, okay, but yes, so she finally gets home. Her parents are there. And by this time, the two uh, brothers have taken up residence in her parents' house and have uh, uh, taken them hostage, Right. Mm-hmm. Here's the question um, I yes. have. Yeah. Here's the question I have. Besides the fact that like neither Stephanie nor um, uh, Officer Barnaby Brady recognize that uh, Mrs. Cox is dead, even though she has a, a, a even though she has a bedspread pulled yeah. over her head yep. like mm-hmm. she was in the Heaven's Gate cult. Yeah. But no, she's just she just likes to sleep that way. Just <laughs> likes to pull it all the way over her head. It's totally yeah. cool. Totally normal. Also, she has a bloody arm hanging out. <laughs> right. but well, we don't pay attention to that. But no. here's the thing. They're going to go on this vacation, and yet they decided to make a full fucking yes. Thanksgiving dinner? Yes. What is happening? Yeah. So did the brothers get there and say, we want Thanksgiving, and they sat around for like four and a half, five hours while the parents put together yeah, a full to Thanksgiving dinner? And then they sat down and said, like, cool, now that we're going to eat, we're going to start torturing you. But we didn't want to do that first because – we'd like this turkey thing. I yeah. now here's my thought because I have actually no, I noticed this too and I have and I thought about this a lot. When Stephanie and her mom are in the basement, Stephanie Stephanie's mom's like they tied us up and they gagged us. And she's like, oh, "It's okay, mom, it's okay." But she's like, "So I'm thinking, okay, well then you weren't making this meal at their behest, of the brothers behest." So they made that meal for themselves. Prior to leaving, so and Mrs. Cox, or did Mrs. Cox make the meal for everyone mm. as uh, a fair, as a going away dinner? God, it would be nice to know she did anything. Mm. <laughs> Either way, regardless of who made it, some more attention need to be put on those mashed potatoes. They yeah, looked just... real <laughs> shitty. They yeah. looked terrible, and and like they took it's almost again. That's another thing that it made me think. This is for them because this is a mashed potatoes for maybe two people. That's not yeah. mashed potatoes <laughs> right. for like a bunch of people. And that turkey looked dry. They were yeah, Real dry. So dry. Yes. Yeah. So dry. A little yeah. dry. Like she'd been cooking that thing all day. So this is definitely Mrs. Davenport making this move this meal. And Mrs. Cox, you mean? No no no. This is oh, Stephanie's oh, this is Mrs. mom. Davenport. Okay. All right. Megan?
1: So, Megan Cox.
0: Megan, no, Megan Davenport. Sorry, I know Megan, Mrs. Oh, damn Co- it, Megan if Davenport. If Mrs. Cox's name is also Megan, how beautiful would that I, be? Admittedly, how amazing!
1: During Just, my first watching, and then for a portion of my second, I thought that the daughter's name was Megan, and then yes. I was like, very confused,
0: very confused to the point
1: where I said, "Who in the hell's Stephanie?" <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like the daughter. I'm like,
0: oh, oh, had oh. Yeah, those names mixed Yikes. up okay,
1: okay so i okay. think
0: it was like we got three days let's make a fucking yeah they're like we're gonna go away for three days let's make all the food so it doesn't go bad while we're gone let's make a fucking awesome make a meal feast. because we're not but leaving till til late at night you're gonna have to heat this thing up and they're gonna wait around <laughs> I, it just doesn't make sense how that works like, like hold on i mean uh guys we cannot move on with this movie yeah. until we figure this out. Yeah. We have to figure this out. This is <laughs> and important. What? All right. I listeners... don't think we've ever talked about something more <laughs> oh, yeah. important
1: than this meal. And this meal in this movie, in this moment. <laughs> we need to know, <laughs> listeners, take a watch. <laughs> give curfew a watch uh-huh. pay a lot of close attention to this dinner scene hmm. we need you to weigh in
0: rewind rewatch rewind rewatch <laughs> get all the details we need to we need to sort this out yes. this is we're going to argue out. There are more Julian carrots than there is mashed potatoes, which is the wrong way to go about Thanksgiving. And tons of peas. Good old Bob's peas. That's
1: why I think they were just making whatever they had had available. They had to use it up. They had to use it up.
0: We have to make this. this. And it's for us. Mrs. Cox, stay in your room. Yeah. Take a rest, she, Mrs. Cox. She, she wasn't <laughs> coming out. She was dead. Yeah. But anyway, guess, so then, then Stephanie leaves. She gets in a car with some guy. She's trying to convince him to go faster by grabbing the steering wheel oh, and shaking yeah. it yeah, I mean, back laugh and forth. Out loud, which I was that. like, laugh you out fundamentally don't understand how cars work. Cause Cause I said the same thing
1: Go faster while I swerve you around from the right side to the left side She of the had line. to
0: walk all the way into town on those heels She doesn't understand how any of this shit works uh, mm-hmm. Looks like a pump, feels like a sneaker <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm fine I can take a long walk because <laughs> I splashed myself with Nate. That's right, yeah. I'm
2: good Breathtaking Invigorating Nate is like that every day
0: she also jumped into a pickup basketball game with those pumps so <laughs> just a quick one before she got a to quick the, one the one yeah. diner in town yeah right so the, the we've talked a lot about the setup but really the setup is like maybe half an hour <laughs> maybe right. 28 minutes and then it's like an hour-ish where they're in the house and the brothers are in the house with them. Yeah. Spoiler alert: she isn't able to make the guy drive faster by grabbing the steering wheel and shaking no, it back it and does, forth. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So as she it turns does out. get captured and gets brought back to the house. Yeah. As where it now happens. the plan, the plot starts to really unfold. Where they're going to torture and ultimately kill the family because they were put in jail by the dad, and mm-hmm. so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's let's just pretend for a moment that their plot works out, and they okay. electrocute all three of them sitting in this chair like they were on death row. Personally, mm-hmm. I I think that they made their point, so this is easy for me to pretend. Okay, so the, the point what, is is let uh, the guy finish uh, <laughs> his birthday cake. I think we've made our point. No, but my I point think, is, I think next time you try to interrupt uh, <laughs> cake eating. <laughs> think twice think, <laughs> think twice, twice before you do that yeah. Yeah. but what happens after that so imagine they're all dead they're sitting in those chairs i mean bobs your uncle at that point you know you can do it, you can do anything at that point it's it's all up for grabs i mean you've done it all yeah you've killed half the town I think they killed half the town by the time they made it to the judge's house. From the looks of everything, I think they oh killed, my God, already killed the, half the town. The fact that no one hears, there are endless gunshots. Mm-hmm. The dad, they make the dad walk on broken glass and he screams. Mm-hmm. He is scree- like blood curdling. My point is, <laughs> nobody hears at all. It, okay, at one point in time, Officer John Waters' mustache, Peter Brady, comes mm-hmm. into the house While the younger brother's yelling, Ray, and he's Mm -hmm. yelling down, no one can hear anything. You're in the same fucking house. Mm -hmm. If my daughter wakes up in the middle of the night and goes to the bathroom that is all the way down the hallway from my room, I wake up. Like, all she has to do is step out of the room, I wake up. I'm like, I need this house where you can hear nothing at any time. Mm -hmm. The outside you can't hear, the outside can't hear you. It is ultimate silence. They're, How, they're in the basement. They're in the basement at that point, and apparently you can't hear anything. Soundproof. Nothing. You can't totally hear soundproof. anything. Absolutely in that basement. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Perfectly yeah. soundproof. Not a squeaky floorboard. nothing. You can't hear other teenagers breaking into the window, walking over the broken glass, mm-hmm. fucking By the in the parents' bed. You again, can't hear any more, of that. More yeah. apparently, our kids are not teens, so we're gonna learn this, I guess, for real. But teens are just oblivious to not only bloody arms. They're oblivious to a room full of broken glass. They're just like, oh, guess something went down here.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. Not, not, or a broken, not a, a broken window by the front door, right by the doorknob. Like, yeah. man, that nope. seems suspicious. That's normal. But I, that's you know, just normal stuff. Yeah. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it that this was something wrong. Prove yeah. it. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'll wait for more context clues, because this is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> also, right. I, when, the, when the brothers are in there, they take Mom, up for a little hydrotherapy session. <laughs> <laughs> she's just going to get that hydrofacial yeah. that she really wanted. Yeah. She yeah. was really looking forward just to gonna it. She's going to get a little bit of that electricity in the water. Mm-hmm. Just Ray got a just got, he just got a his Soothing it for the so muscles. He can do yeah. it. <laughs> and she's mis- so relaxed. And then she misses a perfect opportunity to escape when he's putting makeup on her and he's put the gun down. Just an absolutely perfect time to do anything. Yeah, but she nope. waits until he gets the gun back in his hand to make her move. Mm-hmm. Not smart, mom. Also, that was one of those. It was they. They had those guns that have like fifty-seven bullets in, in yeah in the chamber yeah. at any yep. given moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was amazing when it finally ran out of bullets. I was like, "Wow, how did that happen?" Finally, yeah. pretty good for a little pistol. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, that's they built them differently in the eighties yeah uh, meanwhile Dad and Stephanie are trapped in the basement.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But as we've mentioned, Stephanie's friends save the day. They save the day by having one of the funniest sex scenes oh, I have ever experienced <laughs> I mean, uh, are we led to believe though that uh, what was her name? what was the 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 blonde woman's name? In the sex scene, (laughs) well, Uh, Megan, right? (laughs) uh, (laughs) Megan? No, 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 no. It's uh, Monica. It's Monica. Monica. So we're supposed (laughs) to believe that Megan? We're supposed to believe that Monica is into Peter?
3: Well, clearly not,
0: because she she immediately is like, "Well, let me try John if I can," because I mean, she's. I think she was, you know, this is a high school thing. You're you like dating one guy to get to another guy. You know, oh, which I never experienced personally. (laughs) (laughs) I was never even close enough to somebody people wanted to date that they might use me for that opportunity. Mm. So I don't know. But I I think that's what she's doing in this in this in this film, because as soon as Pete is going, I'll go around the back. She's like John. Why don't you and I go up to a bedroom and get it all? Well, he's in the back. Why don't you you go in the front? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and in someone else's house well, that we're all in. Right. Um. With broken glass everywhere. Everywhere. But broken but, glass, food sitting
1: out that's been cooked. Right. And right. Also, like when you're smashing all those bottles, even if they're rinsed out. Yeah, they're all alcohol bottles. There's gonna be that gross, yeah,
0: that smell, yucky, the old like alcohol, like, a, smell. Old, like, a, like yeah. an old, like an old bar kind of smell.
1: Yeah, it's just that old alcohol smell that's just oh, kind of yucky. Also, and... Peter goes
0: and looks in the back door, and he gets the biggest mouth boner over making himself a turkey sandwich. Touchdown! Stoked.
1: And he makes the worst sandwich. Mm. It's like one piece <laughs> of bread. He slaps some <laughs> turkey on there. He then picks up a knife and just slathers mashed potatoes on it oh,
0: yeah no butter Nothing. nothing the
1: bread like oh
0: but <laughs> i would buy a teenager would be like yum a yum that's awesome yeah okay <laughs> they don't they're not gonna what they're gonna take the time and make one real that's really good remember he left no. that burger back at the diner so he is starving that's he's true. starving that's he's true. mentioned he was like let's get pizza and beer all he talks about is getting food yeah pete's so hungry but they Not get... for love, though. So
1: this is all happening. <laughs> He's looking for food. The other two are upstairs in the parents' bedroom yeah. attempting to have intercourse. And here's my beef. Oh, now, now, now we have
0: a beef. But, now right, have beef. but right before they do, they do have intercourse and the sounds that they're making oh, are clearly ADR'd. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't get to that part yet. <laughs> they never quite make it that far. <laughs> yeah, they are. She is like, uh, the her, the sounds coming out of her for a second. I was like, did this go full porn? What is happening? She is so S- into to it. To start, but his voice is like, oh. Mm, <clears throat> eh.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. oh. oh.
0: Yeah. Ooh, uh, like, it is ridiculous. That, that, right, it is ridiculous. That, that's exactly how I sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit uncomfortable. Right. And it's a little bit confused. Yeah. Like, and is this? Did I? Bit, and a wait, tiny did, bit happy. Is this, in, is this in the? Am I? What? What is it? Is this? Is, oh, is that good?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only minus the words, though. It's just. is its it? Is it? Uh, is it? Uh, is it uh, Ooh. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but this okay so here comes my beef i got no beef with the sound <laughs> okay no <sighs> beef. well okay okay that's fine. all right be- you're in the, the parents bedroom they're making sure. ridiculous sounds they're trying they, to get indeed. it on they're and trying upstairs comes ray to bust them and they believe that he's mr davenport right Not only is there a photo of Mr. and Mrs. Davenport. (laughs) In the room. In the room they're in.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yeah.
1: Their biggest concern is like, don't tell Megan. Uh, Sorry, not Megan. Damn (laughs) it, I did it again. Stephanie. 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 I still have it mixed up. They're like, don't tell Stephanie. Maybe you could just not tell her. That's your biggest concern? Yeah. Not what sorry about we're for having breaking and entering, your bed or, or sorry for breaking and entering into right. your in your home Mr. Davenport or you know
0: their first excuse your is bed. Stephanie said this was okay Yeah,
1: to- Mr. Davenport I'm, geez, I'm I'm really sorry I, I thought we were told um, oh, S- S-
0: Stephanie said that um, that no one was going to be here and and she invited us Right, yeah. right. Stephanie, Steffi- okayed this. Yeah, we uh, Stephanie said it was cool. You guys were gone, and we could just have sex in your I bed. Mean... you know, freely. But you never—you are having sex in someone else's bed. Yeah, and you, you, you're that close to the sleep smell of someone else. Oh, I know. And then and you look up, and then you look just up, dripping with Jean Right. It's it's a bed of gene tay.
3: Breathtaking,
2: invigorating
0: is like that every day. But then you look up and you see Ray and you're like, yeah, that smells like him. Really?
1: <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Use your nose. And noses, also, kids.
1: wow, he looks nothing like his daughter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, well, mean, I mean, who has
1: long, dark hair and he's sure. got like blonde. Dad had
0: her at 14.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, the age I don't difference, know. the blonde hair. Linda
0: like... Wellman does not look particularly young in this i mean he looks like he's younger than the actor playing the dad yeah maybe
1: yeah i just (laughs) don't know maybe ryan
0: absolutely i don't know i don't know (laughs) come on i don't know Uh, oh wow do you have do you have like facial age blindness where you just (laughs) all i I know is that i look young as hell and everyone else (laughs) looks super old around me that's all i know
1: I just, I, I don't know. I stand by, why is it their number one concerned. Like, sorry, we broke into your house.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's almost like the amazing part of that scene because I mean, th- their first instinct is not like, I'm so sorry. I I don't know what to say. Like, their first thing is like, no, wait. We got to save we we can, talk, we can talk our way out of this. Yeah. There's no way to talk yourself out of that situation. But they are like, no, we got it. We can figure yeah. it out. No. He'll, first of all, it's your daughter's fault. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah that's that's well, a tactic. Her. that's blame a tactic her. that'll work other also and now that you've seen us in the situation dad of stephanie you could be chill about this right yeah, you now get you, it right you get, you get it, it. <laughs> you've seen us you get it you spoiler. get our vibe you feel you feel this vibe Come coming on. off of your bed yeah spoiler he's not cool with it at all <laughs> yeah. he's no he's not of course he's not yeah.
1: Also, can we talk about the neck snap really quickly? Yeah. How easy it was for him to snap a teenage boy's neck? Just oh, pink.
0: They had established early that that guy had no neck muscles, so it was it was super easy to do. I mean, he a, a good a hard turn to the left or right voluntarily, he could have snapped his own neck. That's yeah. just that's, <laughs> that's just right. the way it was. That's right. He
1: was very weak-necked.
0: Very weak necked,
1: yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, god. Speaking of weak necks, don't you think this is a great time to talk about things we loved and things we
0: hated? Mark, what's something that you loved? <laughs> uh, <is> it, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say Stephanie's outfit, Oh, Just because. Okay. okay. Uh, it it's, it's a so, time capsule. It's mm-hmm. it's such a time cap- capsule. Yeah. Even the like the the jumper or the overalls. It's such a time capsule, and her hair. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's she big. is wearing two voluminous big old caterpillars as eyebrows, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, good for her. I yeah. love the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Yep. So that, uh, that, that worked, that worked. Cause I, I thought if she, if I was in high school and she was in my high school, I'd be like, I see what you're doing there. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to date you cause I'm goth and you won't ever date me, but I mean, <laughs> but I can appreciate that maybe in another universe, Where I wasn't goth and was into, you know, wearing acid wash jeans, you'd be into me. And if I was athletic and good looking and (laughs) had a sense of humor and was good at school. But if all those things happen to come together, we could potentially have a thing. Oh, but, oh man, wait till my junior year when all that comes together. It does not, <laughs> Erica. What is something that you love?
1: Oh me, I, I, oh boy, oh boy, things I loved, things I loved, things I loved. I'm struggling to find things I loved. It, it's a tricky. <laughs> it's tricky for me because I didn't flat out hate this movie with a fiery hot passion that I've hated others, <laughs> but I didn't love much in it.
0: This is no Crimes of Passion, is what you're saying? Oh God, it is
1: not. Um, but I guess if I, if I had to love anything, it would be seeing Peter Brady die. (laughs) Like I did not expect, you know, that I thought for sure he'll be fine. That wasn't in a very Brady Christmas. I I didn't, I I really thought he would somehow be okay. Sure. But he's not. He is not. No, no. he he is. No. There's no coming back from he that. Did, he he did is. Not. He's not fully okay. dead. He's not okay. So I actually think that I love that because, and I'm dipping a little bit into things that I hated, but the the tension. This movie robs itself of its own tension time and time again. Agreed. So I thought for sure, oh, he's just going to crawl away and slip away, and somehow mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. you know backup will show up in time, and they mm-hmm. didn't, and mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah. I also love that megaphone. <laughs> it's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I bring mean, it. It's like, it's literally
0: like. Come out with your hands up! Like I basically recreated. <laughs> yeah. it. it does not. It,
1: that sounded it, better. Yeah, that sounded. Yeah, that actually You're did right. sound better. Thank it you. sounded Sorry. like they were in like shouting into like a paper cup. Like, <laughs> come out with your hands up. <laughs> yeah, they also. Yeah, I was too loud. Like it's. it's so so, we have the
0: place surrounded. Please come out with yeah. your hands up. That just so we can Slayed you. me
1: when it happened. I was laughing, <laughs> yeah. just giggling. It's not meant to be funny, but I I found it very funny.
0: Well, that I love I, I love. It's a story about brothers. I mean, I'm gonna love anything <laughs> that's about brothers. <laughs> wonderful, oh, It's a God. wonderful story about brothers, guys. I it's uh, no, it is not a wonderful story. It is about brothers. Yeah, thank you. The Wonderful you. is the part that I can't thank go you. With I, you but Thank you for agreeing. It's a wonderful it is, story about brothers. About thank brothers. you for agreeing. It's a wonderful story about brothers. Um, Then there's like several moments that I just, I'm just going to mention, you know, quickly that I couldn't help but love. The cat jumping down from the ceiling in front of Stephanie when she walks in the kitchen. Jesus, I I mean, that was, that that was just amazing. I, it does, it's not built too right. It's not the jumps. It's attempting a jump scare. It doesn't make sense. It's the typical ADR cat sound. And then. Later, when she sees the brothers, she flings that cat on the bomb so fast. Oh, yeah. She's been yes. holding the cat and petting, and she's like, fuck you, cat. Yeah. Like, amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, when we were talking about Peter Brady finally confronting Ray, Ray shoots Peter Brady, and then, as he's going up the stairs, Ray yells to him,
3: Hey, look at me, pig! And he turns around <laughs> to
0: look! <laughs> what?! Yeah. What? Yep. Uh, look at me picking. like, oh, uh, did you have something to tell me? Yeah. What are you doing? Get yeah. up the stairs, you
1: dumb-dumb. You've been shot multiple times. Oh, my times. God. That
0: was stupid. Yeah.
1: But it but it tracks. The only thing I like about it that is that it tracks with him being just a terrible guy.
0: Oh, yeah. Awful. The oh, worst. Terrible. terrible. The worst. Yeah. And apparently lives in a town where, like, he can hang out in the cafe all day. I and mean, this is not a thing he's ever been equipped or yeah. trained to deal with. No. Um, The scene where the old man picks up Stephanie when she's in the middle of the road, Mm. clearly upset. She then gets in his car and he says, live around here, miss. I mean, (laughs) what? What? Uh, Come on. Nobody knows that whole family. They like they're not on anyone's radar. Oh, no one's heard them. No one's seen them. Except for the judge. Right. Who apparently lives next door because they they live in the legal corner of of the town. Yep. Yeah, there's Legal just some bill. dumb stuff. And so, if I can transition to things we hated, here's some of the things about that uh, scene, though, with the old man, which I did find delightful to a degree. But it also illustrates to me, I feel like the script is a letdown. I really feel like it's easy to blame a script when you look at something and you go, oh, the script sucks. But like this one, really, it, there's no characters there. Mm-hmm. The, the guys that get the most characters may be Ray. And really, I only, I'm only saying that because he gets the most lines. But lines don't equal character. Like, he has one note to play. It doesn't go too up or down. And Wendell Wellman, to his credit, is trying his best to really play this as best as he can, hoping this is going to turn the corner for his acting career. Mm-hmm. Like, bless him, he's really given it his best. It's just, there's just not a lot of characters. So the old man going, you live around here, miss? And then she's like, drive faster. He's like, "And eh, there's there's a speed limit, miss. And then he gets out of the car once Bob has come up against him. And he goes, where did you learn to drive, young man? We could have been killed." Who is this man? Yeah, And then does nothing. Doesn't hit him with the cane. It's just no. like, uh-oh, and then I guy, lost. Yeah, and the guy grabs him with the cane and beats him up with it. So I'm like, okay, are they just trying to write this guy as senile? But no, because later in the movie, Peter Brady drives and sees him on the road, and then he's able to describe Bob perfectly to Mm -hmm. Peter. So he's not a senile old man, and yet he's entirely erratic. He goes from one extreme to the other. It's just an example of how the characters are written. They're not written. Yeah. I mean, look. It's this isn't a reality film. We're not right. making a drama, but it's just no. And no point. Nobody ever said no that, point. Ryan. No one has, and no one's saying that. <laughs> I don't know who you're defending there. I don't. I, t- I when I sat and first watched this, I was like, "This is a real film about brothers who are just trying to <laughs> oh, no. make a point oh, about no, cake, it's not about birthday it's not. cakes it's not. and being able to eat a birthday cake." And so, it, so the so I'm just saying, I think there's this. The script is a bit of a letdown. Now, clearly. Kevin Kennedy has moved on and done other big projects and I'm sure this is just like his first thing. And the other thing about it is that frankly he didn't write another film of this type. I don't think this was his genre. I don't think this was a lot of people's genre when w- that 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 worked on this film. Mm-hmm. This is just isn't their preferred genre. So he's stuck with lots of like tropes and things he thought were necessary, but it's just like the movie it suffers from the script. Yeah. So that is something that I would hate. But let's get into our favorite scene. Because we all had a favorite scene from this. Mark, what is your favorite scene? Oh, definitely when uh, Barnaby Brady gets shot. Because he gets shot and he is just the most ineffective, ridiculous. Like you never thought for a second he was going to save the day. Sure. And then exactly uh, like Erica, like you, or, or I guess both of you brought up, When Ray goes up there, Ray is practically molesting him, stealing shit out of his, out of his, uh, I don't know, his utility belt and his pockets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're a fucking police officer. Your job is to try and like fight to the last second of your life. And he's just like. Or give up in a kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) And he absolutely gives up in a kitchen. He's just like, I guess this is the end for me. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never know what it's like to smoke a cigar. What
1: could I have done differently? No regrets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was Mm. so funny to watch. I thought this is the the little comedic chef's kiss at the end of the movie. Erica, your favorite scene.
1: Oh, easily. uh, Monique and... Peter. Monica?
0: Monica or, oh, god damn it. No, Monique. I can't get anyone's names Cafu. right any...
1: Monique. <laughs> the sex scene. Breathtaking in decorating.
2: Jean is like that every day.
1: <laughs> the little oh god uh, yeah the sex scene in the parents bedroom where mean, again yeah. main concern is oh. don't let Stephanie know not sorry for breaking into your house sure. and
0: doinking on your bed this is a tiny oh. moment because I did love that moment I love the old man scene because it is so erratic and silly mm-hmm. but um, there's a scene that I love and, and re-watching it I was like oh god the scene is, just makes me laugh and it's a tiny thing but there's a it's 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 a locked off shot. It's a, a single shot when we have our Karen's uh, bringing the insider jargon. Ooh, here we, here go. we go. Here we go. By the here... way, audience, audience, there's no fucking good scene in this movie. So just know <laughs> oh, that, no. Mark, no, there isn't. This, this is movie's a, fucking it's terrible. A, it's a wonderful story about brothers, Mark. <laughs> it's look, I, look, we love. I, I I know we talk about. I, I love almost all these movies. This is one you talked about bad writing. Yeah, bad okay. editing bad editing the yes. first 10 minutes of the movie are just there's an opening scene that they never explain. then they're in jail then they're out of jail and you're like what is mm-hmm. happening in this movie yep. i don't know what's going on you gotta make the jumps dude you gotta move <laughs> you gotta make the mental jumps. so what you're saying is this movie is more intellectual than what I. what they're am. doing is they're and like I, trusting you as the audience to like jump in, and and fill in tons of gaps. extra story <laughs> Fill in the gaps. Like, like tons of extra story. <laughs> Mind the gaps and fill
1: in the gap. Like you
0: see him in jail, you see him out of jail. You're like, oh, did they escape? Yes, fill in the story. Yeah. This is on you, the audience. Like, like come on, we're not going to treat you like an idiot. Fill in the blanks. Yeah. Yeah. And the blanks are a lot. You have to fill in a lot of blanks. But, but like, here's the problem you know, is it's offset by... The last hour of the movie, not letting you fill in a single blank because they're going to cover every little detail. They're not firing the blanks. Host- they're firing real bullets, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. all right. So- My bad. My mistake, audience. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> so we have a shot and we have Pete and John and Monica. And Monica is laying on the hood of the car. And John and Pete are on the other side of the car. And it's a locked off shot. And what made me laugh about it is that John and Pete talk, and you can hear them. And -hmm. you can hear Monica's first line, but eventually she turns her body towards them with her back then to camera. And then her voice becomes a little bit more muted because clearly they have a boom mic. And they're getting where John and Pete are, but when she turns her body, her voice is going away from where the mic is Mm. because their voices are going towards camera. Hey! (laughs) We have all been there, buddy. Now come on.
1: Not me, No way. No girl has ever turned me down.
0: Forget about it, John. She's a prude. You need a real girl. And so you can't hear her quite as well, <laughs> which is just like—I mean—a 15-day shoot. You're getting what you can, you yeah. know. I mean, you just—you don't have time for coverage, and we got it in a one-shot. We'll just take what we can get. But it was—it it, it, to me felt like this is this movie.
3: Yeah.
2: We
0: don't have a lot of time. We're getting what we can. We hope we have enough to fill in 82 minutes of story. And that's I what mean, this movie is. This ends. episode is almost longer than the movie. Almost. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Speaking of, we're, let's get into our final questions. These are our final questions for curfew. Why choke a guy out while he's driving the car you're currently in? Yeah. Was there no other moment? to do that Mm -hmm. because his foot is still on the gas pedal yeah that's and apparently again to your point mark earlier all ray did was just grab the wheel oh we're fine yeah that that seems that Mm -hmm. doesn't i mean maybe that happens you you guys you guys saw a crash right Mm mm-hmm the the Academy award winning movie crash. No, no, no. David Cronenberg's crash. Oh, okay. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what they were going for. Okay. It was a little auto eroticism <laughs> oh. in the car that they just oh. sort of dropped in. Yeah. What you didn't see was he was also jerking off. Oh, okay. And that's where it was all, it was supposed to be a real touching, magical moment between all we of us. We didn't see because Bob was actually like, oop. <laughs> I think I held it too long. Oh no! I was really exactly. hoping he would exactly. get off, but oh well. Exactly. exactly. Okay. okay. Well, fair you got, timing. That's tough. Yeah. Especially while you're driving. Yeah. Especially and you don't know the guy. Driving. You just he just picked you up. <laughs> right. <laughs> you didn't ask for a safe word beforehand. I mean, it's important. Get a but safe word. The crash I'm talking about was also did it also win an Academy Award? I thought it did. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh. No, it did not. Oh. I got it. Huh. So I remember that differently. Um when Bob walks around Stephanie's room, he picks up a framed photo of Stephanie from her desk. Do you guys have framed photos of <laughs> yourselves on your own desks? <laughs> <laughs>
1: i don't uh, but i feel I mean, like
0: now i wish i did i mean i was wondering uh, if that's a thing that i didn't know i mean i had pictures of our kids i didn't realize i could just put a fancy photo of myself there like look I at mean, me not in that pose but in a uh, different pose i, did, I mean because uh, she was that was I, her, want, that, I want a picture of all of us touching our feet <laughs> like the way she's doing in that. In One that. hand overlapping. One the hand other on just... top of the other. On yeah. Her, yeah. Foot, yeah. Uh-huh. her feet are kind of crisscross. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Please take pictures of yourself like that and send it well, to Christmas us. Christmas is right around the corner. It's, <laughs> we got plenty of time, but yes, uh... I mean, it's around the corner, I guess. It's a wide corner. <laughs> how much, um, how much welding does the dad do? Because there are two <laughs> welding masks in the basement. <laughs> So much welding.
1: So mu- well his and hers. Tough, tough day.
0: <laughs> so they both they both get in on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's been a tough day in court. Time to just time to melt uh, some metal together. Yeah. I'm yeah. Way ahead of you, honey. Honey! Uh. You've already gotten to it. Now <laughs> it's oh, hot! No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, you burned yourself. <laughs> I burned myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When when the dad knocks Bob out with a pipe, he immediately drops it to the floor as if it has no further purpose. We'll never <laughs> yeah. need it again. Yeah. yeah. But why do people do that in movies? They're always like, bang, I hit the guy. Well, dump that. Well, because they, they played a lot of Dead Island and they saw that 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 pipe was almost out of usefulness. That's and they're like, well, I better drop it's this. It's about <laughs> to break. It's red. It's glowing red.
1: <laughs> well, right. is it like when a cartoon, like when you hit someone over the head with it, it then makes the shape of their head. So then it's rendered yeah, it useless. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Same principle. Perhaps yeah. that was it. Yeah. Um. So, I guess we learned that um, dropping an electric razor into a bathtub isn't enough to electrocute someone.
1: Is did that- he do it? <laughs> Follow up que- answering the oh, question good with question. a question. Really good question. I think he dangled it, but I don't think he did it. Because she
0: screams, but yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't think he did it.
0: Because I was thinking when he was dangling, and I'm like, what is that going to do?
1: Yeah, I don't think he does yeah, it. It's, well, not but- enough, it's not
0: enough, and there's not enough electricity in one of those well, things. Well, it yeah. would if you didn't have a safety plug. Because if, the fuse, if uh, the fuse doesn't pop, then it would electrocute you. Oh, we crunched some we numbers. Crunched we fit it in. We got it so in. So she screamed, and then the fuse popped. And she's like, oh. No, oh, God. Never mind. I'm good. All right. We're good. And she was
1: like, am I going to have to weld that later? <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. Is that how fixing electricity works? <laughs> Welding? I, I got
0: <laughs> to finish that weather vane that we were working on last night. Yeah. Halloween has a lot of timelines, okay? And while I know this may not fit into the current timeline that is happening in cinemas, could this movie about be about Lindsay's family moving from Haddonfield to Sun Valley, changing their names and just starting all over?
2: Oh, does mm. the math
0: check out on that potential storyline? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You no, know, I, I think, I think that works. Also explains why she has a nightmare at the end of the movie, she's walking mm-hmm. out of the house and she's got the Halloween decorations up, and then mm-hmm. she wakes up from a nightmare. It's not about the brothers; it's that she's from Haddonfield. So this was really mm-hmm. a manifestation mm-hmm. of her. Wow. Her it was all of, a dream. Of Michael it was Myers. all a dream. Yes, wow. it was it because was all brothers a dream. are is just a wonderful story. Yeah. Having brothers well, around, it's uh, you what's know, horrific it's a, about <laughs> having a couple brothers around. It's mm-hmm. just this two brothers, mm-hmm. just. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, um, it looks like in Clintonville or wherever the heck this we are, there may be an opening on the police force. Does. <laughs> does. There may be. There may be. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I wrote this thing. I wasn't sure we were going to spoil that factoid, but, you know, we did. That's all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not going to ruin the movie for you folks. Um, but uh, does Demone close the pink cafe and, and apply? Mm. Do you think he goes, all right. I mean, look, the cop has been in that cafe for so long. He practically is trained. Yeah. You right. Know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think it's possible. That would have been the sequel to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have loved if that was the ending scene. Like she has yeah. her nightmare, but then it's also like him coming to the police station. Like I'd like to apply for a job, please. Be like, I, that's awesome. I love that we just got that guy's story at the tail end. We haven't seen him for an hour.
1: <laughs> I also love the idea that he applies and his response. The response that he gets from the from this precinct is like, "Thank you for your resume." <laughs> Go ahead and just (laughs) leave it there on the table and we'll get back to you with three to Uh five business days. You know what I'd like to hear, Mark and Ryan?
0: What's that?
1: A little tiny bit of Ryan's research. Do you have some time for Ryan's research? I'd like to bend your ear for Ryan's research. (laughs) You pull it off the dome, it's Ryan's research.
0: (laughs) Um, There's not much here because there's not a lot going on for um, curfew, but I will say, uh, this is not financed by New World, but it was financed independent. What? Yes. Oh. Financed independently. In fact. So it's thank- the best New World because they're like, we didn't have to pay for it and we still got it. Well, yeah. as a lot of things that they kind of more exclusively put out on video, they did not always finance it. But uh, thanks to a review I found on the Schlock Pit, mm. shouts to them. This was financed by Rick Hilton, Paris's dad. Wait, what? Mm. Yeah. And also the brother-in-law of Kyle Richards. Huh. Because Martha Hilton married Kyle's older half-sibling, Kathy. They have the same mom. Okay. All right. All right. So did did the the Hilton guy not get along with his brother, or did he have a really good relationship with his brother? Or this was his way of like. I have to hey, imagine they got it's along. It's no homage great. to our friendship and Look our at love the way as brothers. The, the, the Hilton kids get along. Like it's oh, I just, just you know, just the example I mean, they get, of they, they, they get this was just separate. the boy
1: version of Nikki and Paris's relationship. <laughs> yeah, totally. Hundred percent. This, 100%. It. this, is, this is, it.
0: is it. As I mentioned earlier, this is the first movie for director Wittick and screenwriter screenwriter Kevin Kennedy, but as you guys were sort of mentioning, it's kind of the first movie for a lot of people that worked on it. Hmm. For instance, editor Carol Kravitz-Akanian, she goes on, this is her first film, she'll go on to to edit One False Move and Devon Blue Dress from director Carl Franklin who also went to AFI with Gary Winnick and Gary Winnick uh, produced his uh, AFI graduate film and now she's like still editing to this day. She's she's now an editor on The Morning Show on Apple TV+. Plus. Oh. Um, but it's her first movie. It's the first movie for actor-turned-producer Julie Phillips, who is actually married to John Putsch. Um, actress Jean Brooks, who plays Megan, the mom. The mom. Thank not you. The mom. Thank you. Who plays the mom. Uh, that's her, her first movie. It's not the first score for composer Sengiz Yaltkaya, but it is the first soundtrack for the group The Dig, which mm. are made up of Mark Hart and Steve Dudas, who are listed at the end, and they have all these songs, and they were produced by Yeltkaya and another music producer named Mark Ross. And it makes me wonder who's responsible for this music. So I'm going to say it's everyone. But Steve Dudas and Mark Hart, this is their first soundtrack that they've ever worked on. So there's a lot of people that this is their first movie, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm sure that there's a lot of movies that will come out and a lot of movies we'll talk about that are the first movies for lots of people. But this one feels like there's a lot of people at the top where this is their first film. And it does have a bit of that feel to it. Like people's first try mm-hmm. first, first, y- yes, first up. Uh-huh. up at yeah. That. Yes. And yes. also almost none of these people seem to move on to the horror genre. Shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. even, um, you know, Gary Winnick, obviously the stuff I mentioned that he was working on before he passed away. A lot of those movies were a lot of like rom-com family films like this movie like this one it's a wrong it's just (laughs) a couple brothers it's funny you know you just see them get along and they argue like brothers do (laughs) but in the end they really they're closer together yeah in the end they go out together Mm -hmm. and i think the the next movie he did out of the rain in 1991 That movie is kind of like a thriller-ish. So that's probably the closest he got to kind of staying somewhere near the genre. But he also did like Bride Wars. And, you know, he's clearly not like this is not a genre that almost anybody that worked on this decided to stick to. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Looking around, I feel like this film has a lot more received, a lot more positive reviews from British reviewers, which is funny. Not just the Schlock Pit, which is a British uh, site. But as as they mentioned, this film was banned by the BBFC, which is the British MPAA. Mm. And any film that has that designation gives the film like a certain appeal to like film fans. Mm-hmm. In fact, it wasn't even released in the UK uh, until a DVD was released in 2002. Mm-hmm. So this movie was like banned for quite some time. And it's not a just lot. them. I also uh, watched a couple of YouTube reviews from some British British reviewers. And they were kind of into this movie. I don't know if there's something about like being, you know, American that you kind of, you could, I'm sure I could see some like really cheap schlocky movie from Britain and probably not be bothered by a lot of things Mm -hmm. that maybe a British person might. So anyway, just interesting thing that I noted as for the new world timeline, there's not much to say for this because this was actually released by new world international. Um, Hmm. And that's the logo that goes up before the very be- the, the very beginning of the movie, because as Wendell, Wendell Wellman points out on the Blu-ray, they were actually all paid SAG deferred all the actors. But he said that, uh, you know, he was kind of hoping, you know, they eventually pay you, but he was hoping for like maybe more money to come and maybe more like, um, you know, exposure. But this really only got theatrical releases like in Japan and maybe other parts of Asia. And, and here in the U S it, got dumped on video and it basically only lived on VHS. We never got a DVD. The next release is now this vinegar syndrome Blu-ray. So this thing has just been sitting mm. for a long time. Probably gets again, more action in the UK because at least there was yeah. a DVD in 2002. So yeah. here it's just not a film that people know a whole lot about. So I can't really say where it fell because it just went out on, it just went out on VHS. Sorry, in 1989 at that point, New World was done releasing theatrical films, Mm. so this is what they had. They were doing stage plays at that point. At that point, they decided to get back to the real craft, you know, and (laughs) one act off Broadway plays. That's right. And what they were doing was they're like, We want to release The Punisher, but you know what we're going to do first? We're going to do a stage version. So we'll release the Punisher in Europe. We'll release it overseas, but here we gotta go to Broadway. It's New nuts. World style. Uh. <laughs> oh shit, that would be that would have been great. Like a musical oh Broadway. A Broadway version of, the of the Punisher with fucking Dolph Lundgren. Give me a break. That would be amazing.
1: As long uh. as it's uh, not set in the steam house, or then we'll have to call it punishing.
0: <laughs> punishing.
1: <laughs> punishing. Well, punishing would be my version. It would just be a
0: bunch oh, of, right, right. That's right. You know, punishing. Well, um, quickly to end out um, on Twitter, the way people talk about movies is that they, they're starting to say, and it got, it's starting to grind on my nerves just a little bit. The old man of me is coming out. In, in more ways than just this, but but in this instance, it's coming out because a lot of people like to say this movie slaps, mm-hmm. which to me makes a lot of sense for music, but not as much for films. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little like, it's getting overused. I just mm-hmm. see it like every third tweet, so it's getting a little much. But Erica, Erica decided that we could have something different, which she said, how about this movie Queefs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I stand by that. <laughs> yeah, because it feels good. Uh-huh. And you can't explain
1: what it is. Yeah. Sometimes a movie ends and you're like, I don't know what that was, but it was
0: great. It queefed. It? Yeah. So I have yeah. to ask you guys, does this movie queef? It does not. <laughs> uh, th- this movie Shirts. Oh. It's- no. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, oh. I thought that would feel good. It didn't. Mm. And now mm. I have a mess to clean up. Ooh, good <laughs> oh, one. no. Good one. Good one. Yeah. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I'm. Maybe I'm just a sucker, but I think any story about two brothers just having a time is gonna queef. That's just me. That's just me. That's just, me. That's just catching who I am. on. That's- catching on. All right, that's it for us and curfew. Oh,
1: uh, I've never seen Pieces of April.
0: <laughs> oh no! Okay, we found out. That's good to know. I've never seen you it. Never seen it? Nope. Okay. I right.
1: remember the poster for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, never yeah. Never seen it. Yeah.
0: So oh, suck oh. it, Katie Holmes. Sorry, Katie Holmes. <laughs> Erica, like so many of us, has not seen Pieces of April. <laughs> <laughs> but we all ignored it in the video store. Um, all right, that's it for us with Curfew. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed us, please follow us on social media, on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter and on also on Instagram and even Facebook, if you're still using Facebook. We're there as well. Follow us there. Uh, give us a like. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. And we hope to see or hear you. Never hear you. We hope that you uh, will I do l- want to see you. I hope to see I you. I want to see please you. Please come see me. Let's meet up. Let's get Let's together. Yeah. Listen. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. <laughs> I have no, if you break into my house, I'll not know until way too late. <laughs> yeah. So please, please As come on by. As Megan said, come we won't
1: tell anybody.
0: You can just leave. We won't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, we hope we will, we will, we hope you will listen next time when we come back for more great films on the (laughs) new world pictures podcast bye everybody